what does this offense do well? We know they run it well. We know they got a couple thousand yard receivers. They've got a quarterback who might be going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to sack twenty. Is that true? Roethlisberger. Yeah. So really, what does this offense do well in this era? You have insurance? I do with State Farm. With State Farm? Yes. Explain me insurance. It's basically like it's basically like drafting a, a backup quarterback in the first round. Just in case. So for the folks you said had written you off, maybe, what did they say to them? Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. You are now listening to The Longer Yard of the Dip Podcast Network. Welcome to the Longer Yard Podcast. I'm Ethan. He's Sam. Welcome to the show, guys. Sam, guess what I am doing this Saturday? This Saturday. Are you coming to Cincinnati to see Taylor Swift? No. Don't. No, I'm not. That would. That's a lot of money. Taylor Swift's a lot of money. That is a ton of money. Like an insane amount. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think the last time I did it. Probably a few years ago. But going golfing, bro. You know, I'm not a golfer myself. I'm a disc golfer. I'm not a regular golfer. Dude, okay. I want to get into disc golf. Is it fun? Oh, it's so fun. Dude, because like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I am absolutely like, like I'm, I'm pretty bad at golf, right? Yeah. I, like, but I'm, I'm comparing myself to like, I don't know, decent players, pro players. Like, I like to them, I'm terrible. So like, well, that's because like normal players compared to us are terrible compared to pro players. That's true. Yeah. So like, that's a bad comparison set here. That's like, that's like saying I'm a bad quarterback compared to Patrick Mahomes. It's like, that's fair. Cool. But like, but like, I think for like a normal player who plays like maybe once a week, kind of like a regular, like I'm, I'm bad. Cause I just yeah. don't golf. I also can't figure out how to fucking hit a golf ball with a driver. I like, Dude, I I'm not going to lie problem. to you. I have I'll, the same problem. I'll pull up to a par five and hit a seven iron to start off the tee. You know what? I'll if be like, listen, gonna make, if it's going to be the best thing for you, you do it. That's what you I do, that's it, what, buddy. I told my follow-up because he was like, do you want to play golfing with me? Like, we'll play a scratch or scramble or whatever where they have, where it's like 2v2 and you play like the best shot each shot. So yeah. he was like, it's cool. He's like, I'm going to be honest. He's like, because I was telling him I'm terrible. And he's like, we'll probably just play off my shot. And I was like, that's cool. But I, I was like, I just want you to know, like, I, I can't even hit like a driver. Like, if I hit it great, it's once in a blue moon. But 99% of the time, I'm slicing the crap out of it or I'm hooking that bad boy. Like, 450 deep dude like i hear you i hear you yeah i I can't i can't promise that like it's going to be a similar situation with disc golf like i think think i'm okay i have more i spent a lot of time in the woods i spent a lot of time in the woods i feel like i could become better at disc golf faster yes i do than i would regular golf and i feel like i I think that's generally true partially because I think you already, I think you have a baseline probably understanding of how to throw a disc more so than hitting a golf ball. That's probably true. I feel like my potential to be great at disc golf is a lot higher than just regular golf. Even though you're going to have to get good, not just with the backhand though. You got to get that forehand. I got, yeah, I, I used to be able to, I'm trying to think we had this one frisbee. It wasn't like a regular, it was like, it was like basically like a, 
take a pizza and you cut out the middle. So it's just a big hole. Oh, can, they're like, thinking like dog frisbee almost at that point, right? Kind of like that. Kind of like that. Dude, I remember just like, well, like 10 years old, just like chucking that bad boy forehand, oh, yeah. like a million yards. You're like, oh, you're like, this is great. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Do you ever play like frisbee, like two, like frisbee football, like ultimate frisbee? Yeah. Ultimate, that's what the name of it, dude. I ultimate frisbee. love ultimate. Frisbee. I will go I haven't hard in like a decade, but should we, should we, uh, should we make something happen? Dude, I would play ultimate frisbee. Dude, if, if, if you got a, a group of guys, we could put it together on like a weekend or something. I'll come, I'll just come to Cincinnati. I mean, I, I, I don't have a group of guys necessarily, but okay. Like, if I can get a group of guys in Lancaster, you come to Lancaster. Yeah. 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 All right. I could probably swing that. I won't lie to you. Mitch will probably be in dude. Mitch will probably be like, I've never played before, but I'll, I'll do it. And then he'll be like, watch this. I'm Ben Roethlisberger. And I'm going to be like, you know, actually, you know what? I'm not going to make a tasteless joke or something like that. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be bad. He was pretty, he's an, he's an athlete. I think he'd be, he, he can trans, transition. Not Listen, too bad, you know? I was an athlete in high school too. Kind of, kind of, uh, okay. but I will tell you that, um, the athletic ability has, has gone away from me in the last, this is just a slight decline, you know, yeah. Put on a little extra weight. <laughs> muscles don't work. The muscles and bones and joints yeah. work a little less. And it happens. Dude. Well, okay. When I was like, um, I was in the army, right. Whenever do you do PT? I always hated this. Like this is totally not football, but like anytime we would do like physical fitness, like working out, it's called PT. It always had to be like, constructed or like a thing where it was like certain exercises are running or something. And we always were like, let's just do sports. Cause like you already know if you're going to do a sport, you're going to go harder at that sport working out than you are. Like sure. if they're like, Hey, run eight laps. You're like, I'm going to take my time. You know what I mean? And they're always like, they're always like running the risk of injury. And I'm like, dude, listen, no one gives shit. Like if we get injured, whatever. All right. It's not like we're professional athletes. Like we're costing teams. I'm like, we get injured. No big deal. You just go, go get seen at the hospital and that's it. And or whatever. And they were just like such haters. And then every time we did play, it was always something just like, it was just, it was never ultimate Frisbee. Dude, I, I used to play. I'm not joking. When I was in college, every Wednesday, dude, every Wednesday, I would be out there with a, at least a group of like, there'd be like at least eight of us. So we could at least do like a four V four. But like at times we were doing like 12 v 12. Dude. It was intense, man. On like a football field? Oh yeah. Dude, that's Full nice. field. Full field. I remember, dude, I remember like, like playing on, and I'd just be literally like just soaked. Just, oh yeah. Like you just go hard, dude. Like it's such a good workout. Like I took a, I also took an ultimate Frisbee class when I was in college just to get one credit hour as a senior. So I was like, I'm going to have fun. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know that no one had played before necessarily, but like it was pretty clear that there were probably three of us that were like actually good. And mm-hmm. the rest of the group was like not good. So it was either like maybe an unathletic sort of thing. Maybe it was just a lack of playing, but like <laughs> basically what ended up happening every single week is I didn't run. I would just be the guy throwing it and just, bombs like like, i just yeah i just threw lasers down the field because i've got my backhand is actually dog shit just to be clear my forehand is nasty i was i was like you look like you've got a nasty forehand dude i had this sick throw one time not to brag or anything but i had this sick throw one time where it was like kind of toward the right sideline and i threw this forehand and it went 
pretty decently out of bounds. Um, and just came, and came right back. back in. See, and the that's guy, what I'm saying. The only other good player on my team, like I knew that he was making the run. So I just, I threw this and just like back corner, just right there, drag his feet. You, you look like you've got like a nasty, like break in yours. And then you look like you're like 10 yarders. You're just like dimes, just, just, just automatic. Just, you know, the, the, the downside is that I also want to throw the hammer a ton, but no one can catch it. Cause it's just, a, it's like, it's a straight bomb. Like there's not like a, unless you kind of catch it, like, you know, kind of basket catch it or something like that. Yeah. Like it, it'll bounce off your fingers almost every time. It's, it's, mm. it's terrible. So, but I want to throw it cause I love throwing the hammer. Dude. It's a disease. I'm telling you. We're going to, dude, I'm, 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 I gotta, I gotta like find some guys. I already know Bailey's in. Oh, Mitch yeah. probably be in. You're in. I'm in. That's four. We can, I can find some I more bet guys. you Mitch has like, heck could easily get six guys. Probably. Like, You're just, probably right. Fight the fantasy football league. That, yeah, that's dude. There we, dude. That'd be a fun fan. Like just like once a month, we're playing like ultimate no, frisbee. Dude, what if? What if you do like ultimate frisbee, and like winning team gets like some sort of advantage in the draft? Oh, like they. Oh, okay. It'd be we could we could figure out some details for that. I'd be kind of nasty. I'm just saying. Yeah, just just in case. Just in case. Well, well, we'll transition into like some real football talk. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do have to start with something a little more on the melancholy side. Um, for those of you that remember Ryan Mallett, he was a quarterback at Arkansas, a, a very good quarterback at the University of Arkansas. Uh, got drafted into the league, uh, was a backup to Tom Brady for a little bit in, um, in New England, ended up in Houston, and I think maybe even a couple other places as well. Um, Ryan Mallett passed away earlier this week, drowned, uh, in the Gulf. Jeez. He was, he had moved on from pro football. He was a high school coach at uh, a place called Whitehall. Um, it's just, it's really, really sad. He was 35 years old. It's just so young, man. It's, I feel like we got to do this way too often, but I also don't want to like, so I know part of this is like, you hear us having to do this all the time, but it's also, I don't want to not do it and feel like, I, and then I feel like I'm disrespecting these guys. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Like, no, Ryan Mount wasn't a superstar. And, you know, we could obviously save this for the superstars, the Franco Harris, the Jim Brown, that yeah. sort of thing. We could obviously save it, only focus on these guys, on those guys. But I would rather make sure that we memorialize all these, these players. They are at some point in time, in some capacity, they were household names to a degree. Like Ryan Mallett was one of the best quarterbacks in college football in like, I think it was like 2010 or 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. He was, he was drafting the third round of the 2011 draft. Okay. So it's like 2010. He was one of the best quarterbacks in college football. He was awesome. And even though he's obviously, he'd obviously moved on from being that superstar player once he got to the pros. Pros are different, you know. It, it's we don't we didn't talk about Pat Mahomes as a as a college player. Yeah. Like people might have been kind of familiar with him, but he wasn't like double Heisman Trophy winner Pat Mahomes. Like the two the 
just because you're good in one doesn't mean you're going to be good in the other. And yeah. And that was, that happened to be the case with Ryan. He, he didn't pan out in the way that some people may have, might've expected, but um, he certainly still deserves our respect. And it's, it's tragic. It's truly tragic to have this happen to a guy who was shaping another generation of football players. Yeah. You know, being a head coach, it's, it's just, it's truly sad. And that's tough. Kind of no way around it. I wonder, I imagine he had wife and kids, right? Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm trying to see if uh, I can find something in this article about it. He's what, he was what? 30, 35, 35. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll quickly grab his Wikipedia here. That should have some information on his personal life. Um, Let's see. It doesn't say on here very well. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh, doesn't a, have he has an ex-wife. Ex-wife. Okay. Tiffany Seeley. So possibly no kids. Um, either way, you know, let's. let's oh, they were. They were only. They were only married for four months. But still. Yeah, that, that's that, it, that. No wife, no kids. That's fine. But I mean, he's he was a son to somebody. He was probably a brother to yep. somebody, you know. Or and he's he was a good friend to other people, you know. And he was and he was a football coach. So yeah. he's got probably I don't know how big Whitehall High School is in Arkansas, but um, you know, he's probably he probably has a, at least 35, 40 kids. Oh yeah, that looked up to him as a mentor because he was the football head football coach and a staff and what they're going through, like our, our thoughts and prayers are with you. This is just, that'd be, you know, it'd be cool is that team like making a state state championship run. Yeah. Yeah. That that's That's like a, that's a hell of a story right there. Yeah. I I think that would be, that would be a perfect. And then they win state memorialize them. And then they name their, 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 their football field, the mallet stadium. I like this idea. I think that we should. Um, I'm going yeah, chips, ch- ch- chips all in on White on uh, Whitehall, bro. I'm just saying, where's the script writers? Let's make this happen. This is it. We just we just bought you a beautiful storyline here. So. We really did. I mean, like it, it really isn't like it's. There's nothing like cooler than that though. It's like when you know, like you'll see in uh, players or like they like. Their 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 debt like Brett Favre his dad passed away that happens yeah. or he had a killer game right after that they the birth of their child and then they just go insane you know like there's nothing cooler than that you know yeah yeah I I hope that that is, that is what happens one way or another though um, I expect certainly the Arkansas Razorbacks will do something for him this year. Certainly Whitehall High School will do something for him this year. Hopefully his uh, NFL teams being New England, Houston, and Baltimore will do something. I, I mean, obviously yeah. he didn't do, he didn't have this lengthy career with any of these teams, but just something to, to show that he's not forgotten and, and that, you know, he was loved. That is, that is my hope. So um, we'll transition out of that. I just wanted to make sure we start there. Um, gave some love to Ryan Mallett uh, and 
just any everyone who's personally affected by that. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Um, but we'll, like I said, we'll transition. We'll get into uh, something that's less depressing. Um, I have to before we get on this. Just a quick question because I'm looking at my computer and it reminded me. What is what is what is your air situation like? My air situation. Yeah, how's the how's the how's the air outside? It's not great. Oh, it's terrible. What it's is what terrible. is your it's not what as is bad your number? As, um, well, we're at one one seventy right now. Cincinnati air quality is. Where is the right place to look here? You got you got an iPhone, right? Look, pull up the weather app. It'll it'll show you the weather app. Okay, okay. That's what I mean. That's what I'm going off of. Please enjoy uh, me scrambling here, folks. Uh, it's, it's great. Our says our air is unhealthy. We are at 162. Unhealthy. Dude, okay. But we're a little higher than you. This is like today, you know, it's weird. It's like if the weather wasn't so like, if the air wasn't so bad today, like today would have been like a beautiful sunny day. Like I could see the sun, like glimpses of it. But then it was just like, you look outside and you're like, this is just gloomy. You're like, this is yeah. terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think three U.S. cities in the Midwest, I don't remember exactly which ones, I think it was like Detroit, Chicago, and maybe Milwaukee, um, were like three of the top four major cities in terms of, uh, in the world, in terms of poor air quality. And the top one being Dubai or something, like Abu Dhabi and Dubai, something like that. Um, Dude, they're like they're like canceling like in, here in Ohio. Like obviously it's not as bad as them, but they're like they're like canceling stuff outside. I'm like, this is wild. Dude. You can't like, be. You can't. No, be, I know, but it's just like crazy it. that. Yeah. <sighs> Terrible. It's it's. I mean, you know, what I was telling Jess. You know what I think? What happened is like in 40 years, like this is just going to be normal. normal. Yeah. yeah. That's terrible. I hope not. But I hope not too. But like I just like I just like. You're going to see on your, like, you'll have your thermostat. And it'll say the air is this outside. And, like, in order to go outside, you have to, like, put on this mask. And then it's just, like, just, you know, like, particles everywhere. kind of shit. Yeah, dude. Like, that could be our life in, like, 50 years. Well, you know, some of us might be dead in 50 years. You will not. I will not, all right? <laughs> I mean, I'll be in my 80s in 50 years, so. Yeah, you're going to be fine, you know. dude. Who knows? You're gonna, be, you're gonna be kicking it, still playing ultimate frisbee. I God, my joints would not be able. In to 50 years, when you're, you're near 80, you're gonna be a 27 time fantasy football champion. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> you're saying I'm gonna win half of what happens over the next 50 years? I'm fucking in for it, man. <laughs> I didn't realize how high and how many that was until like that's literally half of them. Let's go. Uh, you know my ring collection at that point? Oh, dude. he's sick. You're like, I've got more fantasy football championships than the Yankees do World Series. You know, we'll put you at 28, you know. I'm going to just, well, I'm going to come in with all those rings and be like, hey, everyone else pull out your rings. I got more than the rest of you combined. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And Mitch is going to be there with like, I don't want to say a cane, but some sort of like, I feel like a cool walking stick. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a cane, but like a cool walking stick that he can just like shake at people. And he's just going to be there and be like, you stole the first one from me, you bastard. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Oh, God. And then, like, at, like for the next, like, 40 years, you're, like, beating him first round or in the championship, you know? And you're just like, he'll just always have that. 
like, I used to keep coming one. back to it. He's going to keep coming back to it and be like, this is a ball don't lie mentality, baby. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. That's so that would be a pre- 27. All right, Dude, you, I want, I want that. Like, cause, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get a ring. Okay. I'm going to get a ring. Sorry. For like my leagues where I won a couple years ago, I'm going to get my rings. So then when I, when I retire and I die, <laughs> you're going to be look like such a douchebag to go back like oh, yeah. three years and be like, Hey, I'm going to buy myself this ring for that championship. And you'd be like, you're such a tool. Listen, listen, it's not going to be anything special. All right. It's not going to be anything crazy. All right. Like, but I'm, I'm, and I'm not doing it to like brag or I, when I get it, I won't brag and show it off, but it'll just be Why like not? added to a collection. So, well, you can't be that douchebag to like brag about something three years ago. You know what I mean? Like you, you only brag about the past season that just happened. So then I, I get it. I just add it to my collection and Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah. I have it right here. Look baby. It. Yeah, you do. All right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like it. I like it. Um, but it'll just be added to my collection. And then when I'm 75 and I pass my stuff on to my kids, my son, hopefully, or daughter to, doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be a male or female. One of the two, one of the two genders. All right. Um, will um, take on my fantasy football accolades, and then they will continue on that legacy. This is going to be like uh, any sort of professional franchise where, like, the kid inherits the team, and they get to like, but they get to have all the trophies, but they didn't do anything for it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like this. I like this. <laughs> And then, but then no, no. we'll all pass it on to our kids, and then and someone's going to be like, "Well, this isn't fair. I, I I I inherited a team that has zero championships." No, we, we my kid. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, our kids, when they inherit it, they won't be those like entitled, privileged kids. We're going to teach them. You're like, listen, all right. This was this was this was earned. This is hard work. Great picks. Great trades great general manager skills and you've got to learn this before you can just take it over. Boom. Oh yeah. Dude, if I, how, how are you not wearing that every day, all day? Uh, mostly cause it's, it's a little gaudy, not a bad way, but like, yeah, at some point I'm getting punched in the face. If I wear this, you know what I mean? Fair. Put, it, put it up to the camera real quick. I need to see this bad boy. Nice. Is it good quality? Like, is it nice and dense? I mean, it's clearly not like real jewelry kind of thing, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could kind of let it make it pass for something, you know, on the fact that it's huge. That's true. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, yeah. Think about every Super Bowl ring that they make now. Those things are insane. Like, those are not wearable at this point. No, you know? dude, they just get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like the, maybe, the, maybe Super Bowl one, those Super Bowl rings, you could wear those things, but like yeah. now, no, they're like, first of all, you can't take them in public because they're so expensive. They're like hundreds of thousands quarter of million yeah. per ring. Yeah. So like they're so expensive that it's not even worth it in the first place. Then like it's not even practical to wear because like it barely fits on your finger anyway. And they have huge fingers. So like these, these things are insane, man. I wonder, let's look at, I wonder, cause like, look at uh, like Jordan's rings. Um, the size of them compared to like what the NBA rings are now, you know. Let's see. I hate that I type in 
Jordan six frames and it pulls up him. Honestly, the, the ring, it pulls like, up the his picture, shoes. Yeah, dude, his rings are not that big. No, like this is definitely a newer thing, but it also might. Yeah, be like look at the. That's true. Yeah. Like they're not insane. Now they're probably huge just because like Jordan's a professional basketball player. And so his hands are huge. But That's like, true. They're not ridiculous. By any the, I feel like the Bucks one was pretty big. Probably. Like that, Cause that was their, their second title. That would feel like that one's pretty big. The, the Warriors. I liked the Warriors last year. That was just like nice looking. Just a lot of gold. Looks good. I guess you're right. It might it might just be an an NFL thing, like sports specific, like because NFL rings, Super Bowl rings are just insane now, dude. Yeah, yeah. The, all the Golden State ones, I mean, if I'm correctly seeing these, are like they got a bunch of like diamonds and shit on them, but like they're not huge. Like they look like yeah. they're a fairly normal, like slightly bigger than a normal size like class ring that you might have kind of thing. Yeah. But not like where they take up your, uh, actually if that's, I'm seeing a picture of like someone putting the ring on. I might be wrong. They might be pretty big, but I don't know whose hands those are. Neither here nor there. Uh, oh, they were steps. I mean, it's a pretty good size ring, but I still think the NFL ones trump them in terms of size. Oh, I feel like they've got to like, it's just, I wish we could get side by side comparison, you know. Trying to see here. Nice. I agree. That would be nice. You know what? Just is there is there yo, this Rams one is so clean. Holy sh god, that makes Did so did Dion did did Dion win the Super Bowl and the World Series in the same year as um, Is there any athlete that has won a championship of like two sports? Ever, yeah, probably. Um, in terms of same year, that would be a different. Well, I just meant I. I didn't know if that was like the year or not. I don't know that Dion. If he won, let's see here. If, if Dion won a championship, he was like might have been with the Braves because I think the Braves did win a World Series. In, um, in the nineties, but I don't remember what year it would have been. Let's see, I'm, dude. I honestly, okay, what I'm looking up, I don't think any any athlete that has like gone professional in two sports, like basketball, baseball, or like you know, football, baseball, or whatever. I don't think any of them have won like a Super Bowl or an NBA championship or a World Series in a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. But it's okay. such a rare okay. thing. How about this? So, what, if you were to win the Super Bowl and then say you're a professional athlete in the other sport, like baseball, and you win the World Series, like you've that, that's got to be like, I'm going to retire. I, yeah, retire, right? Like, you, are you considered well, the, the GOAT now? Here's the hard part because, like, you're playing into October if you want to do baseball. Yeah. And, Football. So how would that even work? Yeah, like you basically just don't miss play the first half of the season. See what half it. Yeah. 
I don't even know how that would work anymore. I'm, I don't know how people did it back then. That's bonkers. Yeah, that's true. Like, how did, how did Dion do it? He was a freak. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But are you considered right. the GOAT if you do that? I don't know if you're considered the GOAT. I don't, I don't know that's, if I'd go that far, but, like, I would probably at, retire and be like, it's never going to get better. Yeah, you're at, you're at the, like, like, an elite, like, you're the elite of the elite right there. Like, and honestly, if a, I was going to do baseball tier. and football, I'd probably want to do World Series then uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Because then my championships are only, like, four months apart instead of being, like, eight months apart. Dude, that'd be... And then you just go crazy like a rock star and then you die like a year later of overdose. God, I hope not. All right, all right. Let me, let me ask this. Since we're already on a little bit of baseball talk. I saw Otani, Shohei Otani, best baseball player in the world right now, have uh, just an unbelievable game earlier this week where he had two home runs. It was like three for three with two home runs. And strikeouts, and right? And 10 strikeouts. And so a guy that, um, I don't want to say he covers the NFL, but he, he he's really involved in like breaking down film and stuff like that. But he's not like part of a team or like following an organization in general. He just like, he follows players and talks about players. His name is Brett Coleman. Really good Twitter follow for anyone that wants to. Um, would definitely recommend K-O-L-L-M-A-N-N. Um, and he said, this is basically like if Patrick Mahomes, you know, what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I get this tweet 100% correct. He said, this is the baseball equivalent of Patrick Mahomes throwing five touchdowns in one game while also racking up two sacks and nine total pressures as an edge. And he got some flack for this tweet. Because really? He's like, because people are like, no one's ever done that before. So that, that's not even possible. This isn't a comparison at all. But we've seen pitchers hit home runs. And it's like, okay, we have. Like, we've seen Bartolo Colon hit one career home run or something like, you know? Like, yeah. what Shohei Otani is doing, being quite possibly the best hitter and pitcher simultaneously, it's is insane. different. What, you're, yeah. what Brett is taught, I think actually what Brett compared with is actually pretty reasonable. And and maybe maybe you want to go back to like think like 1950s football where guys played two way. Like I think um, mm-hmm. I think someone said like Sammy Baugh had a game where he had threw for like four touchdowns and had four interceptions defensively in the same game. That's okay. That's wild. That's like that's fucking sick. Okay. Yeah. So, but also has yeah it's hard has to make there that been any? Like, has there been any player that's hit two home runs and struck out 10 guys in a game ever before Shohei? Probably not. I, if, like if I, there was, go it was like, Babe Ruth maybe. Out, but like probably not. I don't know that Babe Ruth was even like, even did much hitting when he was a pitcher. That's the crazy part. Like he just like, yeah, stopped pitching in one day and was like, Oh, I'm going to go be a hitter and be like the greatest hitter of my generation. <laughs> and it was crazy. When he no was pitching, deal. he was like the greatest pitcher. Of his time right there. He was really good. Yeah. That's what's nuts. It's, that's wild. So I, yeah, just wanted, Shohei I just wanted to is, say that. He's on, I, on we're literally like, this is, this is so cool. Like we're, people are like, 
so, I don't know, baseball's like so boring now to watch, but like we're literally witnessing like one of the, the greatest players of all time or just have not even like, you couldn't even say all like not even all time right now, but like one of the greatest like things to ever witness in baseball. And like, we're getting yeah. to witness it. Like, this we might have gotten something... to watch the greatest player ever in Mike Trout for a decade play like the greatest player ever before injuries yeah. have kind of derailed that a little bit. And we're going to filter that into a guy on the same team being like, hold my beer, you know? <laughs> it's, it's so cool. Uh, it's, and it, the, and, and of course, crazy. Funny, then we have to make jokes about the fact that the Angels haven't done <laughs> shit in the playoffs with these two guys. Yep, yeah. But that's but that just goes to show that goes to show baseball is probably the biggest team sport. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, think about uh, you think about the uh, hitting you you maybe get to bat like three or four times in a game. Yeah. So you're relying and, and but there's 27 outs and that doesn't and that's a, in a perfect game situation. So somehow you have to like hope and pray like it's just funny because the best hitters of all time don't have a batting average of like 500 or 600 or something like, no, they're, they're batting like no high three hundreds, the best of all time. They got like the Ty Cobbs of the world. It, it, yeah. like, you get to, you get to fail a ton at this sport and be like elite. That's what's nuts. That's all. That's how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <sighs> but people, so, people, right, the, well, people don't well, love that argument and conversation about it being like one of the hardest sports. I don't know that the sport in general is the hardest. I think hitting a home run off a major league pitcher is one of, without like going through every single little thing that it, it like happens in sports that might be a top, I would say that's a top five hardest thing to do in sports in general. I think I th- like, like physically, no, it's not one of the hardest. Cause like, you're not doing a lot of running or anything like that, but like skillfully, it's gotta be like one of the hardest, like to have the skill set. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> imagine trying to get a bat around at a, on a pitch that's a, coming in at 102. Like, yeah. Insane, just, man. <laughs> like the balls, the ball is like literally a couple inches out of the pitcher's hand, and you have to decide that you're already swinging. That's so true, though. Like it's so it, it's crazy, it's crazy. But we'll 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 move on from from baseball talk. We've done it for like three or four straight weeks now, and uh, we probably need to hang it up a little bit. But like, but I saw this tweet, and it, it was very cool, and I, I wanted to at least have that NFL comparison. All right, so I'm seeing this on Twitter. You haven't seen it yet because I'm waiting. Best reactions on air, like always, you know, that's how we do it. PFF, top 10 head coaches in the NFL. Number one, Andy Reid. Number two, Bill Belichick. Number three, Mike Tomlin. Number four, Kyle Shanahan. Number five, John Harbaugh. Number six, Sean McVay. Number seven, Doug Peterson. Number eight, Nick Sirianni. Nine, Sean McDermott. And 10, Brian Dable, baby. What are your initial thoughts? I like Trevor a lot. Who uh, Trevor Sikamas, who came up with this list. I'm looking at it now. Um, 
one. Correct. Right now, yes. Andy Reid is the best coach in the NFL. Yes. Five years ago, I think it would have been fair to say Bill. Right now, yeah. you have to give it to Andy Reid. Uh, Bill at number two, I'm okay with putting him there. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'm okay putting him there because of how like historic yeah, how yeah, historic yeah, I know you're good saying. he is. But then again, he's never really won anything without Tom Brady. Like even before like in, in New England. Just throwing that out there. Um, this is facts, no printer, Mike Tomlin. Top three head coach in the dude. NFL. I love that faxo printer. That's great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is that is that is uh, that is. I actually I wouldn't have minded if they put him at two. That's that's how how good yeah. I think Tom, Mike Tomlin is. Um, but because again, where you put Bill, like three, very good spot. I probably would have switched Harbaugh and Shanahan. I think Kyle. Yeah, Shanahan I think so too. Is an offensive genius. But I also think that he has been gifted better players for the most part in his career compared to John. Yeah. I think John's done a little bit more with less. Because first, because here's the thing Kyle Shanahan, zero Super Bowl rings. John Harbaugh has a Super Bowl ring. So that's true. I would throw that out there. I would put John Harbaugh at at four. I I like Shanahan in the top five. Although, if I'm going to make the argument that Harbaugh moves up for the Super Bowl ring, you can make the same argument for Sean McVay. Maybe Sean McVay should be ahead of Kyle Shanahan. No, 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 no. Uh, I think no. they're kind of. I think the season they just had that is that 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 hurts Sean McVay so okay. much that okay. he should he should be going down a couple. Like for example, yes, he got a Super Bowl two years ago, but look at Doug Peterson. Right, he just came in, brought a team like one of the like literally the worst team in the NFL, and they won the division. A bad that division. was all, but yeah, yeah a bad division. division. But and then they got a then they got a, a wild card win. Like that was that was huge. That's true. Okay. Uh, all right. Because because of that argument, I oh, let's do Harbaugh. My opinion: Harbaugh four, Shanahan five, Ollie McVay at six, uh, seventh. I would actually put Sean McDermott. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think, I think Doug Peterson's a good head coach, but we've also seen. We've also seen some not great years from him where I feel like we, like once Sean McDermott was able to actually get his core together, the Bills have just, been, just been like, they're, they're a 12 plus win team every year. Yeah. Uh, McDermott definitely should be higher. Uh, Sirianni, he has two years as a head coach where he took a team into the wild and into a wild card spot. They made the playoffs, didn't really go anywhere. And then made the Super Bowl as arguably the best team in the NFL, at least based on like record and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like he, I feel like putting him this high is probably too much given the fact that he's, he inherited a hell of a roster. Yeah. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Um, I might even take him out of top 10. Who'd you replace him with? I have two options. I'm going to be a biased fan a little bit and I'll say Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor probably should get at least talked about as a top 10 head coach. Yeah. He had a really bad first season, but he was also potentially tanking to get the number one overall pick in Joe Burrow. And since Joe Burrow has been the quarterback, this team has been good. 
So like, I'm not saying that we move Zach Taylor up into like the top five or anything like that, but like mm-hmm. fringe top 10, I think, I think that's a pretty fair argument. The guy that I would actually probably put in here might be Pete Carroll. Um, does have a Super Bowl ring, but we've also seen some bad years from him. So yeah, it's hard, but I also just really like Pete Carroll. Like, I just think he's kind of a crazy fun dude. So dude. part of me just wants to put yeah. him in that list. So I might pull, I probably would pull Sirianni. It's too early to put Dable in the top 10, but I fucking love Brian Dable. So I don't want to pull him from my top 10. <laughs> That's right, dude. He's so number one. Part bro. of me wants to pull Dougie P a little bit. Um, but I, like realistically, I, what I would probably do is um, switch Harbaugh and Shanahan. So Reed, Belichick, Tomlin, Harbaugh, Shanahan, McVay, McDermott. And then I'd probably do Doug. And then, and then I would do Pete and then Zach. Again, a little, little bias in there for sure, because yeah, I'm a Bengals fan. I'm fully admitting to that, but I feel like that's a pretty good list. And here's the thing, like Zach, maybe like if you moved him out of the top 10, I think Sirianni would be the guy you move in. So like, it's not, this is, this is actually a pretty good list. I'm actually pretty happy with this, which not surprising. I think Trevor actually is Trevor knows ball. Like I, I've, I've been listening to him podcast prior to his move to PFF uh, at his previous works with like the locked on network and um, with the draft network. I've been listening to Trevor for like five years now, maybe even longer. Okay. And I think Trevor, I Trevor think knows ball. I just, he knows ball. He, he's a smart guy. I like it. And, this is, uh, yeah, this, it's not a terrible list, but like, you know, I've been funny to see is like probably a week from now or a few days from now, you see Moneyline football put out theirs. Gosh, I, they frustrate and they're going to be like, they're going to be like Nick Sirianni, best head coach in the NFL. And you're going to be like, I'm going to murder someone over this. They probably would. And then, and then second would be Kyle Shanahan. Third would be Sean McDermott. Like that's how it'd be one, two, three right there. Don't do this. Don't do and this. McVay would be four and McVay would be four. <laughs> and we're going to be like Andy Reid, eight. And you're just like, okay, get you're the like, fuck yeah. out of here. Be- Belichick's not even on the list. And you're like, Tom, you're Tom wouldn't four. be in the you're- list either. Dude, oh my god! Oh, this hurts me. Like Matt yeah, man. would be in there. He would be. You know it. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I'm just gonna go full Marcus Camby. I'm gonna go full Marcus Camby. You know the gif where it's a basketball player and he's just like holding his thumb out, like get him out of here. I'm going full Marcus Camby with that. With yeah. that, if that happens, get it the all the way the fuck out of here. Yeah. Jesus. No, honestly, this list though, pretty good. Good find. I'm glad we got to talk about it. Um, not a ton of notes. Not a ton of notes. This is uh, I, I have no issues yeah, with the, the list of 10 guys really because even the two that I talked about moving out, they'd be like 11th, 12th, maybe even 13th. Like They're still clearly top half of the NFL coaches. Yeah, that's true. So... Way to go, Trevor. Good stuff. Way to go, Trevor. Trevor knows ball. Trevor knows ball. All right. I sent you this. Uh, this. I just want to talk about how funny this is. Because actually, I think this is like a more common situation 
than we potentially talk about. Um, so John Gruden uh, apparently asked the offensive coordinator of the Colts at one point why the backup QBs don't get reps um, during practice when Payne Manning was the starting quarterback. And his response was, if 18 goes down, we're fucked. We don't practice fucked. Dude, I love that, though. That's hilarious. Oh, First of all, yeah, first of all, that's just like, put that on a t-shirt, bro. Like, that's, do you that's see, goaded. Do you see, like, the, the Bengals backup quarterback, the Chiefs backup quarterback, like, the Bills exactly. backup quarterback getting reps in, you know? Like, no, dude. Exactly. No game plan for, like, a backup to take over. Yeah, no, no, no. This is this is the right this is the right mindset. Now, like, hundred percent. If it actually happens, yeah, of course the backup's going to start getting practice reps. Like that's normal. But yeah, you're game planning. Like your starting quarterback, the star of the team, is going going to play. They they did it with Manning. I guarantee Bill did it with Tom. I guarantee the Steelers did it with Roethlisberger. I guarantee the Chargers and the Saints did it with Drew Brees. I guarantee. <laughs> Look at. How many reps like, Aaron uh, Jordan probably got? Exactly. <laughs> the only time that dude got a rep was when they were like, all right, uh, Aaron doesn't want to do victory formation, so Jordan Love, you got this. Pretty much. Hey, Jordan, let's see, let's see how good you are taking the knee. Yo, that's elite, baby. That's elite. All right. That's elite, baby. We got ourselves a spot. All of Famer, my dad. Oh, oh my God. Hall of Fame kneeler. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's so good. Uh, oh, it's so funny. Uh, and a quick transactional note. Devontae Parker got an extension. Dude, I saw that. That's wild. Three years. I didn't even know that dude was still years, in the league. 33 bro. mil. That's a, yeah, that's, a, a, that's, a, that's a decent contract. Yeah, 11 mil, and he's going to be a starting receiver for this team, which that's something else I saw. I didn't send you this tweet, but I saw this, and I, I had to, like, I almost, like, shit my pants. I was laughing so hard. Someone said, if, it was obviously an if, if the Patriots were to sign New Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, they'd be a top five offense in the NFL. Ooh. Let's just be clear here, Okay. That would mean Ugh. Mac Jones as your starting quarterback. Running backs, Ramondre Stevenson, Dalvin Cook. I don't really care who the third one is. That's actually a pretty, that's a really good running back core. Your wide receivers yeah. are New Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton. I, I'm not scared of anyone other than Nuke. I'm not going to lie to you. You look at the tight ends, Gusecki, yeah. not bad. Hunter Henry, not bad. But like this isn't you're not facing Rob Gronkowski in his prime. And no. the offensive line is fine. I don't like, top five offense? No, I I could see maybe crawling and you know, like sneak into the top ten, but not a top five. Even, There's too many powerhouses. No, I don't even think for a top I don't five. even think top ten. I'm telling you right now, that offense in New England, if that were to happen, is fourth best in its own division. I'm telling you right now. Oh, you got the Jets, the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably, yeah, yeah. You're right, dude. You're so right. Offense in that division. Oh yeah, you're so right. So you're and telling then you got, me top five offense. Oh, yeah, you might be right about not you're even being in top ten. That division and and Kansas City. And that's it. 
That's your top five? No chance. No. Dude, that, okay, yeah. That's a... Uh, it might be like, like... Bottom right, half of the league. Right, yeah, I could see him... Uh, I, now you've shifted me. I could see like right at 15. Right at 15 or 16. There you go. All right, all right I'll go through it. I'll go through it right now. There's still a worse offense than the three teams in their division. It'd be a worse offense than Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming health when I make these predictions, by the way. Worse offense than Baltimore. Yep, that's four, five. I'm sorry, I can't do the Steelers. Or, and I'm, I'm tentative on the Browns. I'm tentative okay. on the Browns. But I don't, I'm not like sold on it, all right? We'll move out of that division. They're worse than the Jaguars, okay? They're worse than the Chiefs. They're worse than the Chargers. Uh, they're worse than... I'm going to assume they, that Denver gets significantly better because they have good pieces on that team. I'm going to say they're worse than Denver. They'll probably be better so than eight. the Raiders. I think nine. I think I'm at nine. Nine. I'm at nine now and 10 would be... Up. And 10 we if I include up. the Browns. In the, in the NFC, they're going to be worse than Dallas. They're going to be worse than Philadelphia. They're probably going to be worse than the Giants. They're probably going to be better than everyone in the uh, NFC South. That division sucks. Uh, they'll probably be worse. I would say worse than Minnesota, worse than Detroit, worse than Seattle, worse than San Francisco. And if like the Rams don't fuck it up again, like dude, I'm, I'm already, I'm already put some- bottom half of the league. I'm already bottom yeah, half you're, league. They're at like, they're at like 17 at best. And that, yeah. by the, again, I didn't even include in that the Browns, who I was pretty yeah. like, I think they might be. And there are teams that I didn't name. What if Kenny Pickett takes a giant leap? Steelers could be better, like very seriously. <sighs> yeah. Like, you did, this is, good. What, you, what if one of the rookie QBs, Browns, given, given the Vikings all, all that love in the way that like lost Herbert DCs? I don't care. I don't, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Yeah, care. but we, we have Nick Chubb, dude. Listen, I'm part of this is also like who's got the better quarterback. I'm not a hundred percent sure that Deshaun's gonna be Deshaun again. All right, that's fair. If Deshaun's like not dog shit and he's just an average QB, yeah, Browns are the better offense. Okay. I'll take like that. I'm very comfortable in that because because I mean Nick Chubb's a fucking stud, best running back in the NFL. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's facts. He's a he's a dog. He's a dog. Dog. That's a dog. All right, you want to talk about the Lions helmets now? Yeah, dude, I forgot about those. Those are those are. I gotta find. They've not been getting a lot of rave reviews, as they should. Shouldn't actually. I kind of like it. Do you really? I kind of like. Okay, it. I'll say this. Right? Is it the best I lion love. logo? Is it the best lion logo? No, no, it is not. But I don't hate. Okay. But like, I think it fits this sleek pattern. Like, here's here the two stripes. You very much give me racing stripe vibes. And that tiger yeah. very much has like a race car feel to it for me. Kind of. I don't hate it. I don't hate I'll it. And as like the Motor City, it kind of works. I love, 
I love the color. I love the stripes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like the logo to me, is just like, it's just not it. I can't, I can't buy into it. It just, it looks like kind of like a stick figure lion almost. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's borderline stick figure lion. I hear you. I, I totally get why people don't like it. I think it's a very clear design choice. Very. I don't even know what the right artistic styling of that is. So I don't want to like make it up, but I, I don't hate it. I, I would rather them wear their normal helmet, but I don't hate it in the way that people do. Are you ready for this? Okay. I'm going to send you this. This is the, the back half. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you're going to love it, dude. The back half of the horse is the color and the stripes and the front yeah, yeah. is the look. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah, so just so everyone's clear, this is the horse uh, that like, is clearly a child drew the front of the horse, but the back half of the horse is like professionally painted. You'll know the meme. If, you, if you're familiar with the internet, you'll know the meme. That's all I'm saying. That was great. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. That's so funny. God damn. Good I wonder, we, we got we to gotta send that to, uh, to Mitch. We got to think, it, I want to hear what his thoughts are on the, the new, uh, the new, um, the new helmets. Mean, I'm going to send it yeah, right I now. Mean, we might be able to get a live reaction. Mitch and Sam. That would be pretty clutch if uh, Mitch came through for us there. Bam. Sent it. I'm sure he'll reply. I'm sure he'll reply. He's very good about about replying, to be fair. Um, So last big thing that I definitely want to hit on is Antonio Brown. He's been in the news a lot lately. We have have yet to cover it uh, somewhat based on forgetfulness, uh, somewhat based on... uh, just seems like more shit keeps coming in. So it's just like, ah, you know what? We could probably wait. And so the, the entirety of this story is that Antonio Brown basically bought an arena league team, but there's like two divisions of arena league. There's like, in the uh, way that like, if you're familiar with major league soccer, MLS, there's also the USFL or I'm sorry, USL, my bad. USL, the United soccer league. It's not like a minor league, major league situation. It's not um, like they, they just, they're separate leagues. It'd be, it'd be like, it'd be like if the NHL also played against like the Canadian league in a special tournament or something like that, you know, it's just different. It, it's neither good, bad. It's probably worse. It's, it's technically worse. Sorry, yeah. I'll just say it like it is. So he plays in like, his team was like in the second division kind of thing, like the slightly lower division of, of the Arena League. Um, and he basically got kicked out of the league because he was just being a piece of shit. <laughs> like, dude, there's, there's so much that goes into it. something with this guy. There's so much that goes into it. Clearly, this dude is not right. Like, there's something seriously wrong with him. And I, I genuinely hope he gets help. And I'm not going to assume 
that it was caused by Vontez Perfect, but I'm also going to comfortably say it was not helped by Vontez Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just, we'll be honest about it. And at this point, so he got kicked out of the league. Well, he decided that he was going to literally pull money out of his players and coaches' bank accounts based on like game checks. So he's now being sued by his players and coaches. This dude yeah, is it's just, off his chain. It's so insane, dude. I just this is like <sighs> movie. This is like this is this is an absolute movie waiting to happen. This isn't the feel good story kind of movie, by the way. But this is a movie. Antonio Brown's career is nuts. And I'm just waiting for him to have some sort of sexually explicit yeah. video go back up on, on Snapchat. Because let's be honest. Do you know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for an ESPN 30 for 30 on this man. Do a 30 for 30 on Mike Tomlin, honestly. Because... I've said it before. I'll say it again. That man is a fucking saint for being able to somehow deal with the sexual, the the rape allegations that surrounded Ben Roethlisberger, his, his triple B's kind of thing. Le'Veon Bell being his own version of nuts. And then Antonio Brown being his own version of nuts. Like, yeah. And this man has never had a losing season as a head coach. He somehow has taken Bad shit, crazy players, and was like, "We're just gonna win football games." Yeah, he's just Hall of Fame. Dude, coach. Yeah, he, I've said it once. Right. I'll say it again. Just Hall off of that, right there. Mm-hmm. And his Super Bowl ring, not with necessarily with these guys, but he does have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a live reaction from Mitch. You want to hear his okay. thoughts? I'm ready. He said, "Initial thoughts looks terrible." He said, looks like something I designed on ayahuasca, but he spelled ayahuasca wrong every time. <laughs> I wonder if it's so fucking good. Oh, that's so good. Oh my God. <laughs> Mitch. Oh my God. Oh. You know what? It's even better that he fucked it up so many times. It's perfect. <laughs> the last detail. Oh gosh, it is great. I just I let, he was replied immediately and was like, "Looks terrible." Just uh, you know, I realize I'm in the minority there. I I, just, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I, I, I think it's, it's like one of those one of the I don't yeah because it's like one of those things where like to you you're just like you know I really I really I really fuck with it, but like to other people you're just like they're like I don't know what he's seen you know but like. It's just one of those, it's one of those instances, you know? I'm the Antonio Brown of this podcast. I'm a little bad shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's not go that far. All right. <laughs> Don't worry. You're not going to see any sexually explicit uh, Snapchat videos from me. It's all good. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're doing just no one, no one wants to see that at anybody, you know, unless it's your like partner. You know, I just figured maybe it's my turn to talk about, something that doesn't need to be brought up <laughs> you know so i just yeah it's I'll usually me dude. it's usually <laughs> it's usually you so i'm just uh, balancing it out baby let's let's go I like let's it, I like it. it out. hey ready the santos meme perfectly balanced it's all things should yep yep 
<sighs> well, that's great. Do you have anything else before we get into trivia? Are we wrapping up a trivia? I, I, we can talk about some after, but I, okay. I, we got to hit trivia for sure. I'm, no, I'm fine. I, with, I, I just I'm, figured I'm cool. it'd be easier to go to, to finish with trivia. I like that. I like that. We'll wrap up. I mean, we're already at an hour. So yeah, we could wrap up a trivia. I like that. All right. All right. We'll, we'll wrap, we'll wrap a trivia here. We're going to do some, we're going to do a shout out here to Ryan Mallet. I have a Ryan Mallet centered trivia question. Yeah, I already know. I'm Ryan Mallet was drafted in the 2011 draft. I'll give you a little bit of hints, but I'm not giving you multiple choice. Fuck. He did not throw his first career touchdown pass until 2014 when he was with the Houston Texans. Your trivia question, Mr. Ethan. Who was his first career touchdown pass to? Okay. You said he was on the Texans? He was on the Texans 2014. It was actually a game against the Browns, believe it or not. That's just an ironic fact. Just because that's your guy. Andre Johnson. It was not Andre Johnson. Ding. The correct answer. If it was the correct, I'm going to be a little annoyed. I'll quickly pull up the box score here, just to be sure. Because Nuke was on the team. Nuke did not have a touchdown catch in that game. There were two touchdown passes from Ryan Mallett in that game. The second one went to, I'm going to assume this dude is a tight end. He just sounds like a tight end. Yeah, Garrett Graham, tight end. His first career touchdown pass in the NFL was to J.J. Watt. Okay. Oh, that's fucking. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, that was a nice setup. I had to do it. I had to do it. Yeah. I was down three to one, man. I I gotta, I gotta, yeah, that was, that was cheap, but I don't blame you. All right. I do, but I also think that's fascinating. It is. It is extremely fascinating, though. Like his first first touchdown pass pass was not not to to, uh, a a tight end. Running yeah. back? <laughs> he threw the ball to hell. the fucking defensive hell. Wasn't even to alignment, you know? Like, it was just the whole other side of the ball guy. God, J.J. Watt was, was built different, bro. It, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. I want to yeah. see how many career touchdown catches he had. I think he has two, right? Two or three. <sighs> Let's find out here. Uh, he had he has two, and they both came in that 2014 season. That's you gotta love it. Both came in that season. Let me see if I can get a game log for him. The funny part is I'm gonna have to look up JJ Watt's game log for receiving. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> what what is happening? Um, oh, they don't even have it on here. That's 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 disappointing. Dude, dude, 2014, that, that's nuts. So 2014, he had uh, one, he only had two career interceptions. He returned one of them for an 80-yard touchdown. That was this same year where he also had the two receiving touchdowns. Dude, that's, okay, that's a, 80 yards is insane for a guy like him. Yeah, for that, a guy that size. Holy. 
And yes, that was one of the three times that he won Defensive Player of the Year. That was his middle year. It was 12, 14, and 15. Did he go? Did he go? Oh, 12, okay. 12, 14, and 15. Okay. Did not go three in a row. Do, do you want Mad, me to tell you who the 2013 was? Because now I need, because I need to know now. Imagine. Okay. Uh, imagine. It was Keekly. It was Keekly. It was, it was Keekly. Okay. Yeah. That's fitting though. Yeah. Imagine if he just won it four years in a row. How insane would that be? I mean, honestly, if I looked up JJ Watt's 2013 stats, they were probably stupid good. They probably were. I know. 2013, 16 games, 80 combined tackles. Ten and a half sacks. That's actually kind of low for him. Um, that is, yeah. Four, four forced fumbles, but he had two blocked kicks. That's huge. Okay, okay, go off, JJ. Yeah, the three years that he won Defensive Player of the Year: twenty and a half sacks, twenty and a half sacks, seventeen and a half sacks. Those are the yeah. leaders. Well, Those are 14, big, big differences right, in the ten. Fourteen. He was not the league leader in sacks. Who the hell had more sacks than him that year? Like what? <laughs> uh, Jared uh, Allen. Uh, oh, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, twenty fourteen sack. Let's see. Nope, nope that's not. Uh, Justin Houston had twenty two. Damn. Go off, King. Go off, King. <laughs> That's nuts, man. Now I'm just looking at like overall stats for the year. Brian Hoyer, as, as the Cleveland quarterback, led the league in yards per completion. <laughs> of course he did. What the fuck? 13.7, baby. What a weird thing to lead for him. That's just... <laughs> I mean, how many games did he start that year? We're going to go going down a huge rabbit hole that I was not. Yeah, you are. (laughs) He started 14 games. Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. Started 13, played in 14. Oh, okay. That's so crazy. What the hell? That that is crazy. That's wild, dude. And that was, was that the year before they drafted Manziel? Um... Johnny Mantel was taken in the... He was in the 2014 draft. So that would have been the year before, right? No, that, that was the year... No, it would have been the, his rookie year. Oh, okay. Oh, this was the 2014 going in the 2015 season? Yes. Yeah, it was 24... The, 20, the bulk of the season was... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Crazy. The more you know. The more you know. Yeah. Gosh, what's the what's the now? What's the score? Three to two? Three to two. You still lead. Dude, I'm I'm heading in that same direction the Golden State Warriors were in at the three one lead, bro. And I hate it. Did Cleveland win game one that year too? I don't know. Now I gotta look it up. Now I gotta look it up. I'm looking it up. I don't care. Okay. Uh, No. No. Uh, Cleveland won game three. So, won't quite match up. 
Okay. All right. If that helps you feel any better. Yeah, it does. It does. You're like, I needed this. I needed this. Yeah. We're like, we can't, we can't rewrite the books, man. We can't, we can't do it. I'm going to, I'm, 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 I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look away from the bass from basketball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, dude, you, down Draymond, Green led, led, Draymond Green led the entire game and points in two of those games. Draymond. That's wild. He, he had 28 points in game two, which was the most by, for either team. And he had 32 in game seven, the most by any, any player on either team. That's only 28 in game two. That's low, though. That's wild. Well, Cleveland only scored 77. Jeez. But it doesn't matter what oh, they wait, wait, wait. do because they so scored you say, more in game seven. Did you say points or minutes? You said points, didn't you? He had 28 points in game two, which... yeah. Oh, ball. dude, okay. I thought you said minutes. I was like, that is so low for... Yeah, no chance LeBron's playing under 20. Under 20 that's what I was saying. I was like, dude, you're telling me he played more minutes than LeBron? I'm like, yeah, that's no. wild. Dude. I guarantee you LeBron averaged like 40 minutes a game in this series. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. 28 points is actually, that's, that's pretty, that's, that's actually great for Draymond. LeBron James averaged 41.7 minutes in the series. Yeah, that's wild. Fun fact of the day for you. Just in case. Justin. All right. I don't have anything else before. Do you have any last topics? You I want don't to either. Well, then it, that means it's time. Ethan. Sam. It's peace and love. OJ. Just locked it in. Just right. Yeah. Soak it in, baby. Soak it in. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Check out all of our sister podcasts on the Dip Podcast Network. And don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're at the Dip Network on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Love to hear from you guys. We're getting close to a new season. Yeah, we are. Like, it's, it's, time, it's time to get down into the nitty gritty. Yeah, it is, baby. I think we might have to do some lists here. Oh, I like it. I'll tease that. That's tease for the rest of the summer. That means that Ethan and I have to do real homework. (laughs) It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it for you guys. That's, that's facts. That's facts. No printer. Facts. No printer. Ethan, anything else before we get out of here? Stay safe guys. Absolutely, guys. Uh, really appreciate you checking us out. Uh, give us a five-star review if you can. That'll help other people find us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your coworkers. And most of all, we love you guys. On that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will check you on the next one.